At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is Pro Football Blitz with former Super Contest winners Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSAN, the sports betting network. It is the Pro Football Blitz, and the time has come. The spot that we look forward to each and every week. Derek Stevens and Jeffrey Benson here in studio at the fabulous Circa Resort in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. It's time to reveal the consensus plays for both the Circa Million and the Circa Survivor Contest. Gentlemen, welcome back to the program. Good to be with you each and every week, and uh, unfortunately, my partner here, Mr. Salinas, I, I know the uh, in your... Um, uh, fake uh, circus Survivor contest that you do on the nightcap. You went out with the Cincinnati Bengals in week eight. Unfortunately, James Salinas went out with the Atlanta Falcons knocking off the uh, New Orleans Saints in week nine. Uh, and uh, this field has been cutting about half for circus Survivor. Yeah, it sure has. Um, you know, we started off the week with uh, 686 entrants. Wow. And, um, yeah, that's down. We were over 2,200 a couple weeks ago. Wow. So, uh, yeah, the last two weeks really knocked uh, knocked a few people out. Um, 688 is what we started at uh, for the first week this year, week 10, all 680, uh, 686 um, contestants uh, put their picks in. So That's we didn't awesome. have – We're we going to celebrate that. Yeah, <laughs> took week 10, but we've got everybody. Everybody got their picks in. But, um, you know, if I, we're going to announce here uh, what these picks were, I'll tell you what uh, – People are going to be uh, interested in uh, knowing the second selection. So the first selection uh, this uh, this uh, week was uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers with 248 selections 
out of the 686. Picking on your Lions again. Absolutely. That seems to be a theme, and it seems to have well, worked so far, that's for yeah, sure. Eight times. Um, the number two selection, which is a selection I certainly liked quite a bit, but uh, but but obviously in the NFL, you never know. The second selection was the Baltimore Ravens on Ooh. Thursday with 187 uh, selections. So when you take a look at where we're at currently, we are down to 499 right now. Wow. Because, under 500 uh, people left. Under 500 people left because the Ravens wiped out 187 people. Uh, the third selection this week was the Indianapolis Colts with 65. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fourth selection was the Dallas Cowboys with 60. Uh, fifth selection was uh, the Buffalo Bills with 40. Uh, Arizona Cardinals uh, came in sixth with 40 selections. And Tampa Bay uh, was uh, was at 31. So you know, overall, I can see why people wanted the Steelers because yeah. you really not, there's not another not, not another spot where you're really going to be looking at them. I understand why people would would have wanted the Ravens, uh, and it went down. I understand the Colts. I'm a little bit surprised though between the Cowboys, Bills, and Cardinals because these are three holiday teams, and um, you know, Cowboys and Bills on uh, Thanksgiving, and then uh, we've got Arizona for uh, for Christmas. So. So this is going to make the holidays a little trickier if they can scoot by this week because that means you're going to have a, a, a pretty good chunk of the pool that won't have those teams available. Very interesting. And also the Bills and the Tampa Bay Bucks, the Buccaneers with 31 selections in Circus Survivor, those are both road favorites. That didn't work out too swimmingly in Week 9. Uh, James, I know you are no longer in Circus Survivor. Uh, you know, we our condolences go out to you, of course. Uh, but what do you think about that? Another 187 people out on Thursday with the Ravens. Ah, no condolences needed. What's the what's the first hole I dug? We we we, we play. We better. We're sports betters. We know those things come and go. Now, yeah, as far as the Survivor goes, it's a lot of fun, and I think that's what it comes down to. This is a lot of fun when you're getting into entry, and obviously the prize pool is very juicy. But thinking about where these numbers are. Yeah, we we know that Thanksgiving's almost here, so you've got to have you, you want to have a handful of selections, a handful of these teams here. You, hopefully, you're not trying to rely on the Bears or the Lions to have to get you through that Thursday game. But I think maybe here you talked about some of those teams on Christmas, in a sense, whether it be the Cardinals or maybe the Colts, where you want to have some teams come Christmas. But at this case here, if you're thinking about, and we probably anticipated that the Ravens were going to be a pretty high selection, which obviously they were, they were number two overall. That I don't know. At this point, do we make it all the way to Christmas? Do you need to save your teams for Christmas Day? Because that happened on a Thursday night. You're seeing that this pool is getting smaller and smaller. Like you said, Derek, we're below 500. Uh, We've got a number of weeks to go before we get to Christmas. So I wonder if that's the thinking is, hey, I may not need to save these teams for Christmas because I don't know if it's going to make it that far. You know, James, that was uh, was a hot topic last night at uh, at the Mega Bar here at Circa. Mm -hmm. You know, what would the odds be right now that someone does go 20 and 0? I mean, I think I think not making it all the way to twenty and zero um, is certainly a possibility. And now, effectively, with Pittsburgh being fifty percent of the remaining pool, if Pittsburgh goes down, I would say um, not going the distance would become the favorite. And you, of course, have a bonus prize if someone does go undefeated, right? Now, you also have the the extra little bonus if they finish with Tampa Bay or Kansas City. But there's also a bonus just for going twenty and zero, right? Well, the bonus for going twenty and zero is you're going to get at least a chop. The yeah. uh, the the extra bonus is if you happen to pick Tampa or Kansas City on that last week. Um, you know, we kind of put that in there just to make people think about it. I uh, I'd always said that I, I wouldn't consider that too much as part of my thought process. 
If you happen to get to week 20 right. and you haven't played the Chiefs or Tampa, gives you a little option, maybe a little extra hedge capability. But uh, I don't think that's something you really ought to think about. I think right now, as James just said, uh, the focus is on uh, on surviving right now. I mean, because theoretically, every ticket right now is worth about $12,000, <laughs> up from the 1000 you invested in earlier on. And if, and if a few of these teams go down this week, uh, then it's going to get real interesting. And I think this is where hedging and whatnot starts really coming into play. Yeah, it's starting to get awful exciting and very interesting indeed. All right, Mr. Benson, your turn. Over to the Circa Millions contest, and we will reveal the top five consensus pick, the top five most popular picks for Week 10 in the Circa Survivor. Mr. Benson. Yeah, just a couple of housekeeping notes. Obviously, this is the start of uh, week th- uh, quarter three, uh, first week of quarter three. Uh, and then also overall standings, uh, we have two people who are currently 34 and 11 uh, after nine weeks, so hitting about 75.6%. Obviously, when you look at week 10, uh, the top five consensus picks are as follows. The Titans are minus three versus the Saints. That was the number one overall selection with 1,175 picks. The Rams minus four on Monday Night Football versus the San Francisco 49ers. That had 1,152 selections. The Browns plus two and a half versus the Patriots. Uh, that was the number three overall choice that had 1,085 selections. The Packers minus three at home uh, versus the Seattle Seahawks with Russell Wilson back. That had 995 selections. And then kind of interestingly, uh, the fourth, uh, I guess the co-fifth choices uh, were the Eagles plus three versus the Broncos. That had 981 selections. And then also the other side of the number one choice, uh, the Titans minus three. Conversely, had the Saints plus three uh, as the fifth overall most popular choice, uh, and that also had 980 selections. So certainly interesting to see uh, two opposing sides there in the top five, uh, but it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, you know, and I can understand the Titans because we've seen this team on quite a roll, right? Uh, I think they've won five in a row. They've won four in a row as an underdog, and here they are in the role of the favorite. So I think you can probably also understand people wanting to kind of go against that. Oh, Tennessee, now you're in the role of the favorite, so you've got 980 people on the Saints in the uh, Circa Million contest as well. James, what do you think of the top uh, five and a half there, if you will? Thinking about the the fact that it's the Titans and the Saints going head-to-head as far as consensus goes. Kind of interesting, especially with the news coming out yesterday that Kamara is not going to be available for the New Orleans Saints in this game, plus the fact that Teron Armstead is not going to be at the left tackle position as well as their left guard. has He's on Andrew's reserve is Andres Pete. So the offensive line's banged up. I don't know where the points are going to come from from I don't know where the points are going to come from from the Saints. And kind of the other side, too, with the the stability at the running back position with Derrick Henry being gone, I'm not sure where the points are going to come from in Tennessee. I don't know who's going to win this game. I think it's going to be a defensive game. I would lean towards New Orleans with that defense getting into this matchup. All the pressure on Tannehill to have to go now play an actual better defense than what they saw last week without that running game. Yeah, you make a really good point with the injuries, too. Obviously, it just was announced uh, prior to this game that Julio Jones is going to be on IR as well. So add that to the Derrick Henry news, and uh, obviously points uh, are going to be hard to find for both teams. Jeff, what are you seeing at the window with the Packers and the Seahawks game? I I think it's kind of interesting that this one snuck into the top five because I I I think we all feel like Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson are both going to play. What's the activity been like at the window? Yeah, I think you've seen a little bit more Packer money. I think I was surprised to see this, only a field goal. Uh, Obviously, there's a lot of variance with both quarterbacks. Uh, Obviously, leading up to this point, uh, they weren't 100% sure you know, whether Aaron Rodgers was going to be cleared to play 
Uh, obviously, it looks like he does not have symptoms of COVID now, uh, and he was cleared and available to play. So certainly good news uh, for the Packers backers. You know, obviously with with Russell Wilson, he's going to have quite a bit of rust. Uh, you know, and and not really sure how it's going to play out with his finger injury. So, you know, for me, obviously with quarterback questions on both sides, uh, I was surprised to your point, like you said, that that made it into the top five consensus overall choices. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what the market does with that number and if it goes a little bit higher. I see here on your count, you also, I mean, it came relatively close to have both sides of the Patriots and the Browns game as well. You had uh, 1,085 selections on the Browns catching the two and a half points, but you had 873 selections on the Patriots. James and I were covering this game, breaking down this game a little earlier in the program, and I told him, this is a one game I have seen all week. I don't know if you guys have seen the same thing or if you've seen that action go both ways at the window. I've seen a lot of sharp people on both sides of this game. Yeah, absolutely. You know, obviously there's the Browns have COVID issues. Um, so that's maybe scared, you know, some people off. Um, and then obviously, you know, with how well the Browns played last week, you know, going into Cincinnati and winning a really tough game um, and, and doing so convincingly. Like you said, I think you've seen both sides, uh, you know, of Sharps uh, on this, depending upon what the number is. James Salinas just bet uh, Bill Belichick to win Coach of the Year at twenty to one. Do you guys have any liability as far as uh, Super Bowl or anything like that on Belichick or on the Patriots? We actually took uh, you know a fairly decent sized bet on the Patriots at twenty five to one. Uh, but for us, obviously, the Super Bowl liability comes down to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, we opened twelve to one uh, right after uh, the Super Bowl last year, and that's been bet down quite heavily. All right, gentlemen, enjoy the weekend. Thank you very much as always. All right, thanks a lot. That's Derek Stevens and Jeffrey Benson. We'll be back with more in just a moment on the Pro Football Blitz right here at VSIN. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of the Pro Football Blitz is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, no batteries to charge, or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, Citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available at over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com find. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you inside the Pro Football Blitz. And James, just wrapping up that segment with Derek Stevens and Jeff Benson as they reveal the consensus five in the Circa Million and Circa Survivor. What are your some uh, some of your initial reactions to either contest? Thinking about, well, thinking about the Circa Million going into the now the third quarterly prize. I think that's where a lot of game theory starts to step in, depending on whether you're in a position where you're just playing for quarters, you haven't had such a good season so far this year. That's the the beauty of having that that opportunity because they are so lucrative, as well as the fact that where are you at now in your standings? We know we've still got a number of weeks to go, a lot of selections to come. Are you? Do you start to look contrarian a little bit if you got to start to make some moves? I did a few contrarian plays here. I don't have any consensus plays. I don't have any of the top five in this for for this week. I ha- I'm on the other side of a couple of them. Not so much really for consensus. We talked about the Patriots and Browns. I'm honestly surprised there was that many folks going on the Browns in this matchup. And yeah, I know they they looked great last week beating Cincinnati, but they scored ten points. Did they? Did we forget how they played against Pittsburgh at home a couple weeks prior to that? Only putting up ten points. 
points in that game, and now they're devoid of a running game. I thought I think of all the ones here, the fact that the Browns are one of the top plays going on the road with now basically it's Baker Mayfield to have to go win this football game. I know it's still the the, the offensive line's in better shape than what it was the last few weeks, but. Yeah, it's Baker Mayfield having to go in and make throws to go win this football game. That's not somebody I trust to have to go into New England and beat Bill Belichick, as, as, as knowing how he performs against quarterbacks. We've seen it all. We've seen it his whole career, and we've definitely seen it to play out the last few weeks. You know, I'm not so surprised by the split in this game. I was mentioning with Derek and Jeff that it's pretty evenly split. The Patriots with uh, almost 1,100 selections, and the Browns, or excuse me, the uh, Browns with almost 1,100 selections, and the Patriots with almost 900 selections. They almost cracked the top five or six. Obviously, you have six teams here as two were tied for the fifth most popular selection, the Eagles and the Saints, both at plus three. Uh, But I'm with you. I'm kind of surprised that either one of them made it into the top five because there is such a disagreement between a lot of people on this game. Obviously, it's a short number, so that kind of breeds you know, people going either way with this game. Um, you know, I mentioned this in the segment as well. I was probably most surprised by the Packers. Some uncertainty going into that game. You know, how is Russell? Will- I mean, it- it's pretty tough to bet against Russell Wilson. I know he's been off for a while, James, but I, I wouldn't know if I wanted to throw my hat in that ring. I'm just glad we don't have Geno Smith versus Jordan Love. There in this you go, matchup. right? So we we get and you think about Russell Wilson coming back. Yeah, is he going to be rusty? How effective is he going to be with the, the his the surgery that he had on his middle finger on his throwing hand? Uh, I think there'll be some rust there. He hasn't played in over a month. But what about the emotional lift? that he brings back to that team go. coming yeah. back to that offense. So that's the other piece, right? You can you can pick your you can pro and con for both of those. I think the other side here with Aaron Rodgers coming back, uh, I'm assuming he's going to be he, he was cleared to play, so he'll be out there on the field is he fully healthy, you know, as far as COVID is concerned? I, we don't know. I'm not really sure. I don't want to get into where he's at health-wise, but I think the two quarterbacks here, it's it's going to be, that one's going to be must-see TV. That one's going to be a fun game to watch. That one I completely stayed away from. I didn't want to get involved with either one. Just really, you talked about the quarterback on the other side. When was he going to be available? Would Rodgers be available? I think the speculation was that he would be, and then more so Wilson I just don't know. I know the emotional lift he's going to bring to that team, but not having played for a handful of weeks, that might be one piece. He never misses games, but I'm just a little worried about how effective was finger be. He said, you know, I'm not at 100%. I'm getting close. Don't like to hear that when we're talking about a quarterback who needs his fingers in his hand to be at 100% to throw the ball with any kind of accuracy because they're going to need to because this team on the other side for the C- that Seahawks defense struggles to cover. I think they're going to have a hard time covering that. Covering Green Bay and the, the multitude of offense that we see not only throwing the ball but running the ball. It's going to be a good game to watch, not a game for me that I'm going to bet. And, of course, we'll uh, get in deeper into that game a little later in the program here. That is the Seattle Seahawks visiting the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field. Uh, James, uh, obviously you are no longer involved in Circus Survivor being eliminated last week, but I wonder if you had mapped it out. Like, if you were to have advanced in Week 9, did you have a play that you were going to make here in Week 10, and who would you have been on? No, I did not. So once I was out, I was like, okay, I'm done. I've I've had enough mistakes in my life, Brady, sports betting and otherwise, that I just, I'm always looking ahead. I'm moving forward. We're on to Cincinnati, as Bill Belichick like <laughs> there to you say. Go. I, I, I didn't look back because it, I think that's the other part, too. I don't want to put that on myself. I don't, well, yeah. let me map this out and see if I would. Then what happens if it's, if 
yeah, this would have won, and then the next week I'm playing this mock survivor game, and I actually make it all the way. You know, fat chance that would happen, but what happens if it does? Now I'm really kicking myself. So I didn't look forward. I I, I didn't look back. I'm strictly looking forward, and and I think that's the challenge here now is knowing that Rave that Ravens game. We knew that Ravens was going to be one of the higher selected uh, teams going into this week, and it was obviously at, at second overall. Now that changes, I think that probably changed, that maybe changed the mind of some folks of where they go. I know it would have for me. Let's just put it that way. Hypothetically, knowing that going, because I don't put my plays in until Saturday. I don't play anything on Thursday, Survivor and or the, the Circa Millions. Everything's on Saturday. That might have affected my thinking going into that, knowing, all right, I'm sure there's probably a, a pretty good percentage that went down. Maybe I don't need to. Thanksgiving for sure, but maybe those teams on Christmas that I had been saving because I think I had six or five out of the six games, five out of the six teams still alive for Christmas. Maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not hanging on to those, and I'm ready to play those sooner rather than later. Yeah, no, I think it makes a lot of sense uh, that you could adjust your strategy there. And that was 187 people that mm. went down with the Baltimore Ravens on Thursday. So now under 500 people left in Circus Survivor, really getting interesting in that contest. Uh, let's continue here with our breakdowns of the games on the Sunday card, James. And this is jazz meeting country music as the red-hot Tennessee Titans welcome the New Orleans Saints to the Music City. Uh, we were talking about this game. Of course, the Tennessee Titans, the number one most popular pick in the Circa Millions contest. They have not lost a game since they lost to the New York Jets on the road in week four, and they have won four games in a row outright as an underdog. Now, today they find themselves in the role of the favorite. They're laying three points to the New Orleans Saints with a total of 44. I made the Titans a one-and-a-half-point favorite in this one, James, and my deeper number crunches actually come out with New Orleans as a slight favorite. I think it's a good-looking game. It feels like a couple of playoff teams and what ought to be a very physical game. I know you, Mr. Salinas, it looks like your kind of game that's going to go on here in Tennessee. It is, and I'm going old school. I'm betting the under. It was at 45, juiced at 15 cents. I went under 45, and I, I more we think about it, more we talk about it. It was a two-unit play for me. I think I'm going to pump that up. I'm going to fire five on it. This is a five-unit play for me. I don't know where the points are going to come from in this game. Thinking about the New Orleans Saints side, now we know they're down to Trevor Simeon is the quarterback going forward with Jameis Winston being out. and sad. Trevor Simeon's been around. He was a t it was a tough deal for Simeon having to come here in Denver as a young player, filling in the shoes after the Super Bowl year of Peyton Manning. Now, not that Peyton Manning had a great year that year with the the, the year the Denver Broncos won the Super Bowl, but those are big shoes to fill. And you're coming off the Super Bowl here, having to fill that in. Tough spot for Simeon to have to perform perform pretty admirably his first year here. But uh, but I think we saw last week that without Alvin Kamara, and that's the big piece for me here with this Saints team, no Alvin Kamara going into this game on Sunday. He is he's 50-plus percent of that offense, rushing the football, catching the football out of the backfield. He's got seven touchdowns on the season. I'm not sure where the points are going to come from for the Saints, plus the fact that this game, this this offensive line's beat up. Left tackle, Teron Armstead, not going to be in this game. Left guard, Andrus Peet, he's on injured reserve. He's on obviously not playing in this game. So you've got a lot of moving parts up front on that offensive line without Alvin Kamara to be there as your safety valve and your your key playmaker. Not sure where the points are going to come from. It's going to be the Saints having to rely on that defense to stay competitive in this game, which they will. And I think this defense is going to be very salty for dumping and blowing that game late against the Atlanta Falcons. I think they celebrated about 45 seconds too soon, gave up that big play. 
And then on the other side with the Titans, we talked about Julio Jones. He's on injury reserve and no rushing game with Derrick Henry. We didn't see anything out of the Titans offensively last week because they didn't need to. Uh, Basically, Stafford gave them great field position and a pick six to put them in position to really just grind out the clock and win that football game. I want to see from Tannehill, can he perform against a top-shelf defense like the Saints without that running game and without Derrick Henry being there? I think it's going to be a very conservative game plan for both of these teams. Sitting there at 45, I'm going to pump it up more. Bet the uh, I'm betting the under 45, laying 15 cents. Yeah, no Julio Jones for the Tennessee Titans as well. Also, Bud Dupree listed as questionable. The Titans, you mentioned, they benefited from a pick six. That's two weeks in a row now that they have been the beneficiary of a pick six. They were actually outgained by the Rams in that upset win on Sunday night football by over 150 yards. I've got a few more facts for you here about this game when we come back on the other side. It's the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the sports betting network. Shoot for victory. Stream live TV. Play for free this hoop season with the Hulu Plus Live TV Prediction Series. Join four free-to-play prediction pools for your shot at $20,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Hulu now to get in on the action. This hoop season, it's time to have Hulu Plus Live TV. Terms and conditions, other eligibility restrictions may apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Welcome back into the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you. We were discussing the New Orleans Saints and the Tennessee Titans game. Both a very interesting game here to handicap and also from a contest perspective as the Tennessee Titans are the number one pick in the Circa Millions contest. The New Orleans Saints, the other side of that ball game, were tied for the fifth most popular pick catching three points in the contest and currently on the board. It is a three-point game as well. Haven't seen a whole lot of movement. Uh, the Tennessee side is at even money. Got to pay a little juice to uh, take the New Orleans Saints plus the three points there. Uh, James, I did have one more little factoid for you there. We talk about the uh, Tennessee Titans having won four straight games outright as underdogs. Uh, Tennessee head coach Mike Vrabel in the role of the favorite new territory for him as of late. He is six and nine against the spread as a favorite the last two seasons and also one and four straight up and against the spread when laying five points or less. And of course that would be the case here against the New Orleans Saints that one going down in Nashville. Uh, next up on the list here, Mr. Salinas, we've got both teams off of a bye, and that would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers visiting the Washington football team. A little playoff revenge on the minds of the Washington football team. This is a rematch from last year's playoff game that was really the coming out party for Taylor Heineke. Washington has lost four in a row. The Bucs are coming off of a loss to the New Orleans Saints before heading into their bye. I made this number 10 and a half in favor of the visiting Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But as bad as Washington is, James, I have a real hard time laying it here with Tampa Bay. My numbers are conflicting. When I dive in deeper into my other number crunch, I come out with one set of numbers that has Tampa Bay by 14 and another set of numbers that has Washington by 6.5. So I, I really don't know which way to go with this one. I don't think Tampa Bay should have a problem winning this game, but it feels to me like Washington could possibly sneak inside this number with all the underdogs, with all this crazy underdog stuff that we've seen as of late. 
this seems like the game where you go to where the stink is. And I think that stink might be the Washington football team this week. You mentioned the fact that this is could be the redemption or the revenge game for the Washington football team from losing in the wild card game last year to Tampa Bay. I think when it's all said and done this season for Washington, next year will be a complete revenge tour for right. every game and every team that they're playing because they're horrible. They They've are. just been. Has there been a? Has there been a? Now with Miami and the way that Miami played the other day, because we've been talking about this throughout the the course of the season with the expectations coming into the season for both the Miami. Foot, uh, Miami Dolphins and the Washington football team based on how they performed towards the end of the season and Washington being able to win a weak NFC East division last year to make it into that wild card game against the Tampa Bay Bucks. that there were some high expectations coming in for Washington especially on the defensive side and that defensive front and it just not, has not materialized this team is is one of the worst teams in defense they're league worst when it comes to getting off the field on third down conversions they've given up the most touchdown passes through eight games they've given up 20 touchdown passes as this defense and just really a lot of it stems from not being able to apply consistent pressure up front with those front four just not getting there and then on the other side with the bucks here Bucks haven't been covering those numbers either. They're 0-4 on the road against the number, and we know this is a big number here, 9.5, wherever you look, pretty much consensus here at 9.5, but a couple key players still out for Tom Brady. No Antonio Brown, no Gronkowski, and then Chris Godwin was was banged up. He did not practice on Wednesday or Thursday and was just a limited participant in Friday's walkthrough practice. So what does that mean for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I don't know. I think Brady is just one that can make the best best out of whoever's out there yeah that's a lot of talent to to be off the field at least with brown and gronk and potentially godwin this is a team that can run the football and brady can throw the football out of the backfield too i just think here for for the buccaneers coming off the bye at least here being able to get that taste out of their mouth especially for brady we know how how competitive he is and the last time we saw Tom Brady throwing the football team to the wrong team down there in New Orleans in a big divisional matchup on that losing to to the Saints in the Superdome. I think here Bucks are going to find a way for Brady to continue to throw the football. I'm not laying a big number. You know me. I'm not laying those big numbers in the NFL here. And Maybe Washington can find a way to sneak in with the offense with Taylor Heineke having to make some plays because I don't trust this defense whatsoever. But if anything, it's going to be points are going to come out of the passing game for the Bucks, regardless of who's out there on the field. It is still Tom Brady having a, uh, a, an MVP caliber season for sure. I was looking more so into the props. And again, we're looking at his passing touchdowns. It's sitting at over two and a half at plus 135 kind of like the plus price on there i think if the bucks are going to score and cover that big number it's going to be on the arm of tom brady even though they're banged up up uh, with the wideout position i think that's where i might be looking i haven't played this game i don't know if i'm going to play this game brady i think for washington maybe that you might be able to go where the stink is and sneak in the back door can washington keep this game competitive that's my biggest question. I really just – it's just not a team that I'm going to trust right now in the Washington football team. Yeah, I don't trust them either, James. I didn't do anything with this game. You talk about uh, their inefficiencies uh, up and down the board here. 25th in the league in yards per play allowed on defense at almost six yards per play. 27th in third down offense. 32nd, dead last in third down defense. 31st in defensive passer rating and 31st in red zone offense. How are they going to score the ball? We will see. Stranger things have happened. You just witnessed week nine. Uh, teams, by the way, that are seeking revenge, of course, as Washington is here per last season's playoff game, the loss to Tampa Bay, when both teams are coming off of a bye. 
The Avenger is 72-47-2 since 1990. That's 60%. I'm not sure if that means anything, but we like to throw out the facts here for you folks and let you decide. Uh, Speaking of bye weeks, Mr. Salinas, the Detroit Lions, they took a much-needed break after beginning the season 0-8. Uh, And it's been a rough 0-8, too. Very tough loss to the Vikings. Improbable loss to the Baltimore Ravens. Hell of an effort against the Rams. And then they get their doors blown off by the Philadelphia Eagles before they take a week off. The Steelers, meanwhile, they just keep winning. Pittsburgh has won four straight. They're now 5-3 and on the season. And in second place in the AFC North division, I made this number eight in favor of the Steelers. Now, it opened up nine. It has been bet down to the Detroit side a little bit. Currently, Pittsburgh an eight-point favorite, a total of 42.5, one of the lower totals on the board this week. Got to believe, James, we are going to get an energized effort out of the fighting Dan Campbells, if you will. What do you think? I do too. And think about it from the Pittsburgh Steelers side coming off of the big Monday night football win. Now, Tony Corrente is not going to be the, the he's not going to be the, the lead official in this game. So no benefit for the Pittsburgh Steelers because and did they get some uh, the benefit of the doubt with some of those calls against the Chicago Bears in that matchup. That's not why they, they ultimately that's win or lose. That's not why they won. But, you know, this is a team that's failed to cover eight straight times as a favorite. Now you're talking an eight point favorite at home here against the the lowly Lions who have yet to win a football game. But at least from the Lions standpoint, they play more competitive. Yeah, that, that game against the Ravens. What a heartbreaker to lose. They really had that should have won that football. game. Who could say that about a number of games like you listed there for the Detroit Lions playing hard. It was only a matter of time before the the, the well ran dry when it came to just bringing that energy and emotion. Eventually, you're going to crack, and that's what happened in that last game when they played the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles just ran the football all over them in that matchup, but what kind of effort do we see out of the Steelers for four quarters here? Big win on Monday night, close game, highly competitive, emotional, physical game, and at a massive, talk about a physical game that was the week prior, that win against the Cleveland Browns, big divisional game here. Now you're playing this Lions team. I just don't see it. I I, I would lean Lions here plus the eight. I don't know if I want to trust them to, to, to play this bet, but what I do like is one of the props here. I do like DeAndre Swift as far as his receptions. Now, no Jamal Williams. He will be out of this game, so it's really going to be Swift getting the bulk of not so much the touches, but the downs. He's going to be out there for three downs. He is tremendous out of the backfield catching the football, and he's been the whoopee for Jared Goff so far this season. He's averaging basically six, six receptions a game, but now with no Williams out there, we're going to see him on the field a lot more in this matchup. His prop right now as far as receptions in this game are sitting at five and a half to the over plus 120. I think he's going to have a big day catching the football here. I'm going to go over his receptions at five and a half plus the 20 cents. All right. Very good. I like the sound of it. Of course, a lot of people going to be uh, hoping rooting against your prop there rather, James, uh, because we have uh, the biggest number of people in Circus Survivor on the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. So obviously they are rooting for nothing to go well for the Detroit Lions, uh, hoping they move to 0-9. We will see. I I think it will be an energized effort uh, by Detroit. One of my sets of numbers came to the Steelers by 14. The other set came to Steelers by 8. I don't have a dog in this fight. Pittsburgh has not beaten an opponent by more than eight points since week 12 of last year. That's 12, or excuse me, yeah, week 12 of last season. That's 12 games in a row in which they would have not covered this number for this game. Also, winless NFL underdogs of seven or more points coming off of a bye week, 21 and six against the spread. Not a bad number right there. 
We will see if that plays out between the Lions and the Steelers. We'll be right back on the Pro Football Blitz. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. College basketball starting this week. Now's the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide for only $10. This year's guide has everything you need to bet on all the games this season long, including odds, trends, power ratings, and analysis for every college basketball team. Our team of experts, including Greg Hoops, Peterson, Matt Humans, and Tim Murray, provide their predictions for win totals, futures, conference champions, tournament teams, and player awards. Sign up today and get your copy for only $9.99. That's at vcin.com slash subscribe. And folks, I'm telling you, these betting guides just continue to get better and better. This uh, college basketball betting guide is unreal. Uh, it took me a while to leaf through it the other day, but uh, all kinds of tremendous information. Of course, the college hoops season 
tipping off earlier this week, and it is in full force, and that betting guide is a must-have. Take a look at it, vsin.com slash subscribe. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you inside the Pro Football Blitz. Football, of course, is the topic right now. Week 10 of the NFL season. And James, time to get to our best bets for Week 10. And you were just talking about one of them here on the list. We were last covering the Pittsburgh Steelers game against the Detroit Lions. And you mentioned DeAndre Swift going over five and a half receptions in that game. Got that at plus 120. Uh, Another one you talked about earlier, talking about uh, a passing prop with Tom Brady going over two and a half touchdowns, thinking about maybe dabbling in that one. Also, Dak Prescott, possibly the same thing, going over two and a half touchdown passes there. Uh, We talked about the Patriots. Uh, We talked about that when we did the Circus Survivor and Millions uh, reveal there with Derek and Jeff. I know you like the Patriots laying the two points. One we have not talked about, and this is a a breakdown in our next segment that we will get to, the Minnesota Vikings and the Los Angeles Chargers. You like laying the points here with the Chargers who are coming off of a victory over the Philadelphia Eagles. Thinking about Minnesota, how many more heartbreaking games, how many losses can they sustain from a psychological and emotional standpoint to just continue to step up and bring that energy each and every week? I think if you think about this how crazy has this season been for the Minnesota Vikings? Start the season, lose in overtime, miss the field goal, fumble the football, did Dalvin Cook in overtime. I think it was in overtime where they fumbled the ball and led to Cincinnati finishing off that game. Lost that game in overtime at Cincinnati. Lost a heartbreaker, missed field goal against Arizona. Had a big win against Seattle, came back in that second half to do that. Tough competitive game against uh, Detroit. Really fortunate to beat the Detroit Lions when the Lions had them beat with just a handful of seconds in that game. And then another overtime game against Carolina. You lose, you come back home, you lose to Dallas on Sunday night to a backup quarterback, and then you put it all out there last week on the road. Great effort from Minnesota at Baltimore, but that defense is gassed, Brady. There were four starters on that defense last week for the Minnesota Vikings that had to play 98 snaps on the field. 98 snaps against that Baltimore Ravens defense, and you saw it in overtime. They just completely looked gassed. They were out of energy and this is a defense that's really beat up and banged up. They got a number. Daniel Hunter was out the last couple weeks. He's one of their best pass rushers. He's not going to be in this game. He's out for a while. Michael Pierce has been the anchor in the middle. He's been out on that defense as well. Uh, I think Patrick Peterson is still on injured reserve. They don't have uh, – they're looking one of their safeties, Harrison Smith, the do-all, be-all. He is still on the Colvis protocol. He is not going to be playing in this game. And Anthony Barr went out of that game last week with a knee injury. He's not going to play. Who's going to suit up for this Vikings defense? Who's going to have the energy left to suit up and play this Chargers team offensively that – This is a team that we know when they get it going, both the running game and the passing game, they can score. I just think this is for the Vikings. This is their breaking point. They've had so many high-level emotional games, losing so many of those games. I just can't see them going back out on the road again and being able to sustain. And a lot of that, we talked about the defense of issues here and, and the fatigue as well as the injuries, Brady. So much of that, though, can be blamed on this Vikings offense. That Vikings offense, over the last two weeks, they have gone 6 out of 27 on third down. They only had one, they only converted one third down last week against the Baltimore Ravens. At one point, they had they had 11 possessions last week in that game. Six of them were three and outs. It's really falling on that offense because they can't sustain drives, and the defense has to put that helmet right back on. A lot of times that defense is going to the bench, Brady. They're not even taking their helmet off. It's like, all right, well, let's go three plays, and we're going to get back on the field and have to go compete and keep carrying this team, even though the Vikings – 
supposed to be this great offense here, not seeing that from sustaining drives. I think it's a struggle for them going into San Diego or going into Los Angeles to play this Chargers team here. Only laying three. I know there's a couple injuries to be concerned with for the Chargers. Check those inactive reports 90 minutes prior to kickoff for that defensive side. Bosa is one of them with an ankle injury. He is questionable to play in this matchup, but I think the Vikings are cooked. I don't think they bring the energy in this matchup. I love the Chargers minus three. I think you make a lot of great points there, and it certainly makes sense that this could be a breaking point for the Minnesota Vikings. Anthony Barr, I don't think he's missed a snap all season, and now he's not going to be in this contest. A big part of that Minnesota Vikings defense. Uh, And also uh, the COVID bug has bitten the Minnesota team a little bit this week as well. And it's not necessarily affecting some of the marquee names in this lineup, but it has affected a handful of players at least. And who knows where we'll see that final tally get to. Uh, But that's another issue that the Minnesota Vikings are fighting right now. I did take them in a teaser, James, took them all the way up to nine This Minnesota Vikings uh, team just seems to play competitive week in and week out, and you illustrated it there. A lot of heartbreak losses that this team has had throughout the season, but when they lose, it's not by much. They've been to overtime three times. I kind of see another close contest here. This is another situation where we can both win our bet. You're on the Patriots minus two. I tease the Browns up to plus seven and a half. I tease the Vikings up to plus nine. Uh, I coupled that with the Buffalo Bills minus six and a half. We talked about this Bills game a little bit earlier, James. Uh, of course, they're laying 12 and a half, even 13 points, taking on the New York Jets on the road. Um, And we talked about how this Bills team is a bully. They will beat up on bad teams. I think they'll be focused off of that loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And everybody was kind of getting excited about the Jets a little bit after they upset Cincinnati. Then we saw them on national TV. Let's remember, this is still the Jets. And the Colts really laid waste to Mike White and company there. And I think the Bills well here. I didn't want to lay the whole 12 and a half, but I basically cut the point spread in half and took it under a touchdown. So Bills and Vikings for me in a six-point teaser there. And then I also took the Saints up to plus eight and a half with the Eagles plus eight and a half. I think thinking about where the Vikings are again, I just can't get past the point. We see teams where they just don't have it left in them emotionally. Think about the Chargers a few weeks back, all the highs and lows that they were playing, and then they had to go on the road to play Baltimore, and Baltimore from start to finish was the better team out there. The Chargers just didn't have it, and I think that's probably uh, of these plays here. That's probably my biggest concern with the Vikings, not only the injuries, the COVID, the energy level, the the effort that's going to be there, and then this there. I just feel like there's a disconnect on this team and yeah they've been playing at a very high level but it's hard to sustain that from week to week in the National Football League and lastly this Dalvin Cook all this domestic violence charge that's going that's got to be a distraction of what he's having to deal with not only for himself personally but this offense as well I just feel like this is going to be a fractured football team and going forward for the Minnesota Vikings this is going to be one where the wheels are going to come off for the rest of the season. Uh, I mentioned that I do have the Eagles teased up to plus eight and a half in half of a leg of a six-point teaser there, James. And you were on the Broncos and the Eagles under 45 points. Uh, The Eagles certainly put up a lot of points against the Detroit Lions a couple of weeks ago. Uh, They were in a heck of a game against the Los Angeles Chargers last week. We have seen this team go over the total. Uh, You know, they're not especially great on defense. They do struggle with the running game, and now Sanders is out for Philadelphia. Denver, I think their offense is certainly sluggish. The under makes sense from that standpoint. What are you thinking on this one under 45 in the Mile High City? 
Well, you mentioned the offense for the Broncos. It's going to be Shula. Mike Shula is going to be calling yes. the plays. It's going to be uh, Pat Schirmer is out with COVID, so you got a new player caller coming in. He's called plays before. He was with Schumer there and with the Giants when Schumer was the head coach as the offensive coordinator. But the biggest concern for me is the Denver Broncos offensive line. Both tackles are not going to play. Massey and Bowles, right and left tackle respectively, they're going to be out of this game. Don't forget right guard Glasnow. He is on injury reserve. Their left guard, Dalton Reisner, he, he's been nursing a foot injury for the last few weeks. He was limited in practice. He didn't practice on Thursday, was limited in Friday's walkthrough. So he's going to go, but this offensive line's really beat up. And the one thing that we did see out of the Broncos last week, finally started running the football with between Gordon and Javante Williams pounding the rock. I think they're going to have to run the football with the with the way that the offensive line is, at least try to commit to some semblance of the, uh, of the running game for Denver because Teddy Bridgewater, not going to have a lot of time with this makeshift offensive line. The one place that Philadelphia can get after it is at the front four for def- for for Philadelphia's defense. It's the best unit on this team. And Teddy Bridgewater, he's been sacked 26 times, fourth most in the National Football League. I just feel like this is going to be a, a low-scoring game because the other side, the Eagles, have decided let's start running the football. We can't have Jalen Hurts back here throwing the ball 45, 50 times per game. The last two weeks, he's attempted just 31 passes. They've really committed to running the football the last two weeks. And so I think that's where we're going to see more of a conservative game plan on the Eagles side, not trying to attack those safeties and the strength of the Denver Broncos secondary and the Broncos beat up on the offensive line, going to have to run the football, rely on that defense. Yeah, I like the under 45. Javante Williams, man, boy, maybe my favorite rookie to watch this season. That guy is just a powerful runner. And of course, I was on the Broncos last week, so I like to see him do well there against the Cowboys as well. When we come back, we have a guest, a Patriots beat writer will join us to break down the Browns and the Pats. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.